Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and the USDA stocks and acreage reports due on the 30th of June, the US East-West weather split and Russian crop weather and taxes. Next week, the USDA will release their stocks and acreage report, which will reveal the impact the pandemic has had on demand and how many additional maize acres were planted. The general feeling is that ethanol and export demand has been understated, although the high price of maize may have meant more wheat was fed. The market expects at least 2 million extra acres will have been planted, although how many of these were in the drought-affected Centre and West and the Dakotas could also be important. The US weather has maintained an east-west split with good rains in the eastern Midwest and the Delta, whilst the West, Northern Plains and Canadian Prairies have been shortchanged, although rains this week may have brought some relief to central areas. As the drier areas include Iowa, Minnesota and the Dakotas, all of whose crop ratings tumbled again this week, making up 45% of the US acreage, it is difficult to subscribe to the USDA's record yield forecast. It appears we are in a market where the mere mention of the word rain is enough to send the algorithms into overdrive, regardless of how much there is or where it falls. Ultimately, July is the critical month for maize pollination and the forecasts are far from ideal at this stage. Europe has fared better on the moisture front, although this is cause for concern in the Balkans, Romania and Bulgaria, and France, with quality as well as quantity potentially at risk. UK production estimates are being raised by some towards the 15 million metric tonne level, although with increased domestic usage expected due to the current high price of imported maize and increased demand for ethanol, the UK's exportable surplus will not be a game-changer in the grand scheme of things. Russia remains a murky mess, with their export tax rising this week as the global market is going down, which is counterintuitive. Reports suggest that their domestic markets remain firm and that farmers are not sellers. The very reasons that taxes were introduced to counteract. How long this continues is debatable, with harvest looming and less export sales than normal on the books. Analysts are increasing their Russian crop sizes, citing an increased area and despite the current hot, dry winds in the spring wheat areas. These are the same analysts who not long ago scoffed at the USDA's 86 million metric tonnes and argued that the increased spring wheat area only replaced winter wheat due to the higher-than-anticipated winter kill, with the caveat that spring wheat will yield less. For the time being, Chinese buying, Brazilian maize crop failure and increased demand potential is not of interest to the market, who are focused on the weather maps and the US Federal Reserve's handling of inflation, which has been another stick to beat the market with. The market now seems to accept that inflation is indeed transitory, as the Fed has said it was, and that interest rates are unlikely to rise until 2023 but the damage had been done as funds exited commodities, including ags, into the dollar, pushing the market lower as a strong dollar makes US goods less competitive. Ho-hum. On to malting barley, and spring barley crops look promising across Europe, and UK and European maltings are working at or near capacity. 
Although the European barley crop is nearly circa 700,000 hectares down year on year, both winter and spring barley crops are in better condition than they were this time last year. Earlier this week, Mars, the European Crop Monitoring Bulletin, revised their spring and winter barley forecast yields up above the five-year average by 4 and 5% respectively. If malting barley crops achieve their potential across the main European production regions of France, UK and Scandinavia, we could see malting premiums dip initially as harvest pressure develops. However, stocks of the 2020 crop malting barley are low and demand for malt is strong in Europe, also globally. Exports of malt out of Europe are 15% above last year and we hear that UK maltsters are working at or near full capacity. And fertiliser, internationally, prices of nitrogen, phosphate and potash continue to firm globally. Urea values in France have risen due to global firmness and lack of North African offers, and strengthening global freight rates are helping underpin values. On the domestic front, AN prices are up £20 plus since the start of the season, following international prices higher. Supply for imported AN remains tight, and DAP remains well supported by strong demand and tightening supplies. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator, starting with feed wheat for July, 190 to £205. November, 162 to 168 Feed barley, 170 to 180 for July, and November, 145 to 151. Oilseed rate prices are available on application. And finally, beans for June, 225 to 235x, and November, 200 to 205x. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.